0: Today's message is firmly commit There's a difference between committing and firmly committing and I'll talk about that our commitment to the Lord is critical to living the abundant life that Jesus came to give us and uh, We're going to be going to Deuteronomy chapter 30 19 and 20 and then Psalm 37 5 My first point this morning Well, actually all three points this morning are going to be familiar if you watch the sermon from last week because I just changed one word but the uh, the points are the same. Last week our commitment our uh, our commitment to obedience is our uh, is critical to our relationship with the Lord and so I'm changing that this week to our commitment is critical uh, to our relationship with the Lord from uh, our obedience to the Lord is is critical for last week. I don't know why I'm getting all confused here. Let's just stay with the points for this week. all right? Okay, our commitment is critical to our relationship with the Lord. Um, Commitment demonstrates value in a relationship. Have you ever tried to pursue a relationship with somebody, and maybe you text them or you call them, and they don't really reciprocate, and you, you realize, okay, the value that I'm placing on trying to develop this relationship is maybe different than what they're placing the value on this relationship to be. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. We can only have a small sphere of influence of of close friends, right? And then we have some that are more uh, acquaintances. And uh, so we can only really have uh, a few very close friends and and very close relationships. Consider marriage. Marriage is uh, challenging, and you don't always get what you want, right? And uh staying married for life, uh, now come on, guys, don't get yourself in trouble here. I mean you know I, I, I'm going to try to avoid that myself, uh, but staying married for life requires a commitment, and uh, maybe you thought if if you were really honest, you probably thought if you have been married for any length of time, it would be easier to be on my own. <laughs> but you know what. There's a dynamic in this relationship that happens that doesn't happen when we're on our own. God created marriage. He created the institution for marriage. And so as we are married and we commit to one another, we realize that a lot of times our commitment requires us to not get our own way and to serve one another. I want to touch on a couple of things. Living together unmarried is ungodly and disrespectful and it's probably not a real popular comment uh, these days, but uh, when, when people are living together, it's like saying, well, you're good enough to sleep with, but not good enough to commit to. And that's not very, dis- that's not very respectful. Um, the Lord designed the institution of marriage. And unfortunately, I probably need to say this, this would be one biologically born male and one biologically born female. God created us, male and female. And uh, isn't it crazy how things have gotten twisted and are twisting off? I didn't read the article, but I saw that there was a, a boy that got in trouble for calling a girl a she. And, you know, this is, this is not political, it's not racial, it's not anything but biblical. God created man and woman. And uh, even in industry, we understand that you have two fittings sometimes that have to connect together. You have a male and you have a female. Everyone kind of understands what that is, right? But yet the world and society, as we drift away from God, we begin to take the, the standards that God has put in place and pervert those and change those and twist those. Marriage and family built on the foundation of the Lord is the correct model created by the Lord. He created the institution of marriage. He created us male and female for a purpose and for a reason. And so when we begin to drift off from the Lord's model and plan, we begin to to see all kinds of things happen that God never intended to happen. Any other model is flawed, and it will leave unintended consequences And as we take God out of our society, as we take the Lord out of our lives, we see the implications of that. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, 19 and 20, Moses is writing to the children of Israel before they go into the promised land. And we talked about the scripture and, and many scriptures and how they apply to us today as they did thousands of years ago. Today I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses, Today, next week, next year, in three weeks, you're going to be making decisions. Some of those are not real critical, but some of them could have life-changing or altering consequences. So what are the choices that we're making? He goes on to say, Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to Him. And that's what I'm going to really talk about today. The last couple of weeks, we've talked about loving God. And we talked about, last week, about obeying God, not from a ritualistic, legalistic standpoint, but from a relational standpoint, that we choose to obey Him because we know that He is for us, and that His Uh, Boundaries that he sets are good for us, but today I want to talk about committing yourself firmly to him And then here in verse 20 Moses goes on to say this is the key to your life Love God Obey God and not only commit But commit firmly to him so we've talked about these things and we talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago I talked about loving God it, it comes from this relationship of growth. When you And I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, when you first get married, you love your spouse. But as you grow in that relationship, the love deepens and, and it broadens and it's different. The dynamic changes. And uh, obeying God, not because it's, it's written in the Word, but because our hearts are changed, and, and we know that He is for us, and when we obey what the Lord tells us to do, we are blessed. Others are blessed. And then commit firmly to God. Because here's the thing. As Christians, we can say, oh, I love God. And, and maybe hopefully we do. We can say, oh, uh, I'm obedient to the Lord. Well, you know, when it's convenient, Maybe. But we can love God and we can obey God, but we can be non-committal. So are we firmly committed to the Lord? And when we look at society, we see that a lot of times society is lacking in their commitment. Much of, uh, or some in the body of Christ are, are lacking commitment to Him. Lacking in relational commitment to the Lord. I love the song that we sang today where it it, it talks about uh, shake off the the bands or, or shake off all my tradition. Break down the walls of all my religion. Your way is better. So it's all about this relationship with him. And there are people that are lacking in the relational commitment with the Lord. Jesus didn't come to build religion. He came to build relationships with us. There are people that are lacking in relational commitment to the local church. you coming on Sunday morning. You're saying, hey, I'm giving the first of my week to the Lord. Uh, Life groups. We have life groups to help train and equip us to go out into the world and Live live it. God has placed godly relationships in our lives so we can seek counsel from, and that we can encourage and, and love and strengthen. And they can do the same for us. And this next slide, I thought about this a little bit. It, it says, commitment is the process for spiritual growth with the Lord. And I thought about this last night. I was thinking about it. And I said, I wonder if I should change that to commitment is a process or part of the process. And then I, the more I thought about it, I thought, no, commitment is the process for spiritual growth with the Lord. Because like I just said a while ago, we can love God, we can obey God, but if we're not committed to Him, what, what does that really mean? How does that impact our lives? Deuteronomy 30.20 You can make this choice. We make the choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to to him, and this this word firmly means to cling to, to hold firmly, to be tenacious with Christine. So, I want to give you an example here. And you know, it's interesting. Today, I didn't wear my wedding ring. I, I didn't put on watch jewelry. I was in a hurry, and I think this is uh, this is planned. I love. I love Holy Spirit, how He works things out, you know, because my commitment to her is not based on this ring on my finger or not. It's based on my heart. It's based on my commitment. What do you have? You have my ring? Oh. Yeah, I, have, I have mine. I just take it out. You off. have somebody else's ring? <laughs> you found, oh, anybody lose a ring? No, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, but my commitment is firmly to her. And, you know, we have disagreements sometimes and but you know what my commitment is to her even when I don't feel like it but I now I now stay here I could be committed but there's a possibility that I could choose to not be firmly committed oh hey what's up am I committed well yeah Kind of have a commitment, but you know, hey, might be able to waver on that a little bit. Uh no. <laughs> Good answer. Ooh. But see, my commitment is to her. It's a choice that I make, that I'm diligently reminded and, and making the intentional decision that I am firmly committed to her. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. But the point that I really want to make is that are we firmly committed to the Lord? I wanted to do this, but I I didn't know if it would really be appropriate. But to to demonstrate firmly committed, I wanted to jump on her back. And, you know, just like when, when she would try to walk, be hanging on to her leg you know wherever she went I would go that's the kind of commitment that we can have with the Lord that's going to keep us grounded is that we're firmly committed to him not just sort of committed to him so this is the key to your life and this this word or this phrase for life in the scripture this is the key to your life means in this present in this present life until death it's not talking about eternal life. It's talking about the here and now. This is the key to your life in this present life. So whenever we look at Scripture, it's applicable to us today. And there's, there may be some application for eternity and other things, but the Lord wants us to live this abundant life. This is the key to your life today. And the key is that we love God, that we obey God, that we commit firmly to him. So my first point is our commitment is critical to our relationship with the Lord. My second point is our commitment is demonstrate is a demonstration of our love for him. And again, this love, this relationship grows over time as we develop. What's you remember our our uh, our mission statement to develop, maintain a model personal intimacy with jesus christ and so as we continue to grow in that our love grows our trust our faith grows because we've we've walked with him and then our our vision or goal is that we become disciples who will impact the the world with the love of jesus christ because he has infused our lives we're filled with his love we're growing in that And it's going to be a natural outgrowth that we will impact the world with the love of Christ because it's coming out of us. We're filled with His love. And so our commitment is a demonstration of our love for Him. My commitment to my wife is a demonstration of my love for her. Just like in marriage, commitment demonstrates our love. And so it does with the Lord Love is a verb. It's an action word. So I want, you to, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to think about this question for a moment. How do you demonstrate commitment to the Lord? Well, let me give you some examples of how that might be. Well, you, you donate or you give the, the first part of your week on Sunday morning by coming to church. You give the first 10% of your increase back to the Lord as a tithe which he, he tells us to do, it's honoring to him. You love your spouse, you love your children. But how do you demonstrate commitment to the Lord? Maybe the Lord is speaking to you right now about something. Okay, you can open your eyes. Psalm 37.5 says, Commit everything you do to the Lord. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Now, I worked in a secular industry for a number of years, and uh, as many of you do, most of you do, and um, one of the things that I always tried to do was to be the best employee I could be, be a model employee, show up on time, work hard, do my work, and there was a lot of opportunity there to share the hope and the love of Christ with my coworkers, certainly to pray for them. There were times when I had opportunities to witness to my co-workers. And so even if we're doing a secular job, we can commit that to the Lord by being a good employee, by being available for the the Lord to work through our hearts and lives. And He places people in our our lives that, that only you, only you have that specific sphere of influence into their lives because nobody else is like you nobody else has that exact kind of relationship that you have with them and i've shared with you guys before how that sometimes i would be talking or sharing with, with a coworker, and the presence of god would be so strong that men would all be on the verge of weeping because the presence was so strong and there was such love in that place. And God was breaking through some strongholds in their lives just because there was a willing vessel there allowing him to pour through and speak words of life and blessing and encouragement and love to people. That's what I think God wants to do in all of our lives. That we would be so connected to Him that we would be firmly committed to Him. That whatever the Lord is wanting to do in that person's life, that we would be the dispensers or the conduit that He would be pouring through. What a great opportunity that that God would use us as a conduit to change someone's life or make an impact that, that could cause them... Or lead them to make life-changing decisions. Think about that. God has chosen us to be the hands and feet to go out and share the hope and the love of Christ with others. So this word commit means to dedicate or entirely trust. Commit, dedicate, entirely trust everything you do to the Lord. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Your walk. Lord God, I'm committing this day to You. Your ways. Lord, I'm committing my ways to You. Lord, I'm committing my course of life to You. I didn't get that job. Or I got laid off. You know what, Lord? Maybe You're doing something new. Maybe You're doing a new thing. Maybe You're trying to get me out of that that place because You have something better for me. Do I trust you because, yes, I trust you because I have this relationship with you and I've seen you do this over and over and over again. Commit my actions. Am I committing my actions to the Lord? Am I committing this journey to Him? Jesus is not just looking for us to commit to attending church on Sunday. He's looking for a lifestyle of commitment to Him. So my first point is our commitment is critical to our relationship with the Lord. The second point is our commitment is a demonstration of our love for Him. And my third point is our commitment reveals our heart toward the Lord. What is our heart toward Him? Psalm 37.5 continues, Commit everything you do to the Lord, trust Him, and He will help you. Trust Him. This means to have faith in Him. It means to have reliance on Him. It means to have confidence in Him. It means, really, to be in relationship with Him. That we can trust Him. That we can have faith in Him. Moses was warning the people of Israel about going into the promised land and time after time he talked to them about serving pagan gods He said don't engage with these other pagan religions when you go into the promised land And he says in Deuteronomy 13 4, serve only the Lord your God and fear him alone And this word for fear is it means having respect for or reverence for to be in awe of when you think about God, think about He's created everything. The word says every uh, through Jesus everything was created by Him and for Him and through Him in John chapter one. And sometimes I think that we can get a little too casual with God because we have this relationship with Him. But have we have we gotten too casual? You know, I know I know people that have uh, have maybe have a relationship with a pastor and they and they kind of take that too casual. You know, what is the saying? Familiarity breeds contempt. But you know what? Jesus wants to have this relationship with us. But he's still God. We don't manipulate. We don't tell him what to do. He's our Lord and Savior. And so God wants us to have this relationship. But when we think about that uh, serve only the Lord and fear him alone, my goodness, He created everything. So there should be a reverence. And sometimes I think we get a little too casual with God. Or our understanding of who He is. He spoke things into existence. He spoke light into existence before He created the sun and the moon and the stars. He spoke life into us. So... Do we have reverence for God? Do we have a healthy respect? But more importantly, do we have a real and authentic and honest relationship with Him where we can tell Him anything, knowing that He loves us, that He's not going to reject us, that we can come boldly to His throne of grace? It says in Hebrews 4, come boldly to the throne of grace and present our petitions and that He will help us in our time of need. That's relational. And that's what God wants with us. Serve only the Lord your God and fear Him alone. Obey His commandments. Listen to His voice and cling to Him. we're concluding this series and I just I want you to to know how much I love you and how much I care about you and care for you and the Lord gives us principles and truths that we can live out so that we can be blessed and so that we can be a blessing to other people and I know as we grasp hold of these things, as we, more importantly, as we grasp hold of Him and hold on to Him, He is doing this work in our hearts and lives that not only impacts us, but it, it impacts our children and our neighbors and our grandchildren. And, and I think you know this if you've been coming here for a while, that I deeply love you and care about you. And the things that we're teaching you on Sunday mornings and in life groups is to help you, to give you the keys of life so that you can live the abundant life that Jesus came to give us in John 10.10, but also so that we can impact the lost and dying world. It is amazing to me to see how things are deteriorating in the world, in this country, so rapidly. And our hope is not in... The government or in our finances or our hope is in Christ only he can fix this mess and we seem to keep spiraling downward further and further and further and it's not it's not because of some political party in office or out of office or it's because of sin it's because we are turning our backs on the Lord and when when we do that sin comes in And as we are complacent, as we are unyielding to the Lord, as we are compromising, we are part of that process. Are we standing up and saying, no, not today, not today, Satan. But I'm going to stand for the truth. I'm going to be firmly committed to what the Lord has called me to do. I'm going to be a model, an example for others to look at and say, you know what? there's a true believer follower of Christ what did Jesus say they'll know that you're my disciples by what that That the love that you have by the love that you have for one another our commitment is critical our love is critical to this relationship our obedience is critical to our relationship with the Lord our commitment is critical our love and obedience and commitment (laughs) is a demonstration of our love for Him. Our love, obedience, and commitment reveals our heart toward the Lord.